Hi everyone, welcome back to Let's Keep It Simple podcast and to season four, episode two. Today we are going to be speaking about neurons. So this is nervous system part two, and we're going to be speaking about the cells of the nervous systems, which are the neurons. Neurons are extremely interesting. They're extremely complex and fascinating cells. So let's just take a little look inside the structure, the different parts of the neuron. That's what we're going to be looking at today. So before we get into the different parts of a neuron, we need to understand that a neuron is a cell. Even though it's much different from what you would usually think of when you think of a cell, it's a pretty unique cell, it has much of the same things that you're going to find in your typical body cell. So it has organelles inside of it. Organelles are little compartments that do little things inside of the cell. So for example, you have a nucleus, and a nucleus is an organelle inside of a cell, which is where you're going to find your DNA, your genetic information. You have other organisms like the Golgi apparatus, which is going to package and fold proteins and make them functional. You have lysosomes, which are going to break down cellular parts and kind of do the cell's sort of digestion. You can think of lysosomes as cell's digestive system. So it's going to have all these different things. And all of these little organelles are located inside of a part of a neuron called the cell body. So this is where you're going to have all the different organelles, all the different compartments that make a neuron a cell. So the cell body is going to be kind of circular. It's going to be, well, it's going to be spherical. So you can think of it as a sphere and it's going to have that same cytoplasm, that fluid-like, that jelly-like kind of fluid that makes up the cell. And so that's going to be kind of the center of the neuron. Now we're now we're going to be going into things that are sort of unique to neurons. And the first thing are these little branch-like projections. You can think of them like little branches coming out of that cell body. You have many of these little branches coming out of the cell body. And there's going to be one branch, it'll branch into other branches. And I really recommend you go look up a picture of a neuron so you can kind of get an understanding of what this is. But I'm trying to describe it the best I can. These little branches that come out, they're called dendrites. And they come out all around the cell body, as I said. And what dendrites do is they have little receptors on them. And every little branch on every little dendrite and these receptors are going to pick up some kind of stimulus that stimulus is going to be in chemical form and so this chemical is going to land on this receptor and it's going to basically trigger a reaction in the neuron so now that chemical message as soon as it hits that receptor and comes into that dendrite it becomes an electrical signal and that electrical signal is going to travel into the cell body so now we have got into the cell body and after the cell body it's going to travel out of the cell body so neurons have this cool little thing they have a tail basically and it's this long 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 tail that basically comes out of the neuron it's like you can think of it as a long tail you know how you have like a mouse you can think of it as the mouse's uh, tail. So it has this long tail coming out of it, and that tail is called an axon. So now that signal is going to come from the dendrite, it's now in the cell body, and then it's going to travel out of the cell body and into that long tail, which can be very long. Even though cells are very microscopic, an axon can be extremely long, many feet long actually, so it's kind of extraordinary how long this tail is, this axon is. And so we can think of the axon as like a wire. We can think of this whole neuron as like an electrical circuit because, again, you're having an electrical signal going through this neuron. And you can think of the axon as like a big, long wire. And what do we need when we have wires? When we have wires, we need insulation, right? We don't want that wire to get uh, frayed. So what we're going to have covering that axon, we're going to have covering the axon, is something called myelin sheath. And myelin sheath is basically this layer of fat that kind of covers the axon. It's made up of something called swan cells. Swan cells are these fatty cells that cover that 
that uh, axon. And what they do is they do two things. They provide insulation. So insulation, that's the first thing. Insulation is basically going to help uh, protect that axon from, you know, any outside forces. But I guess more importantly, and more significantly, between each little swan cell, there's something called a node of Ranvier. And a node of Ranvier, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but a node of Ranvier is a little space in between each swan cell. So there's that myelin sheath, which is all of those swan cells that cover that, that axon, but in between each swan cell kind of covering the axon, there's a little space, which basically allows the, the signal the electrical impulse to bounce from node of Ranvier to node of Ranvier in between one cell to the next to in between the next cell. So it kind of bounces. And what that does is it speeds up the flow of electricity. Because if it was going through the wire, well, yeah, it's, it's, it's still going to be fast. But if it's jumping uh, from one point in the wire to the next, it's really going to speed up uh, that kind of impulse. So eventually that big, long, kind of thin axon ends. And you have that axon basically branch out and it branches out into all these little branches. And that's called a synaptic terminal. So at the end of every synaptic terminal, that's basically where you're going to have the signal leave the neuron. Okay? So the signal is now going to leave the neuron. And a lot of people think that neurons are all connected to each other, but that's actually not true. There's a little tiny space inside of between neurons it's it's tiny but the space is there and these spaces are called synapses so an electrical signal so basically what the uh, synaptic terminals are going to do is it's going to release that electrical impulse and it's going to turn it into a chemical impulse or, or a chemical message so the electrical message that traveled through the axon through the dendrite the cell body the axon now it's going to leave the synaptic terminal as a chemical message and these chemical messages are called neurotransmitters there's transmitting these kind of neurological chemicals from one neuron to the next and so that's basically going to diffuse across because remember chemicals are molecules so it's going to diffuse across the synaptic terminal or sorry across the synapse so it's going to diffuse across that little space and then a dendrite on another neuron across that synapse is going to pick up that chemical message and it's going to basically trigger this whole reaction again. So between neurons, you're going to have in neuron one, you're going to have. So think. So say that we want to uh, we have a stimulus and in order for the stimulus to get turned into a response. So let's say the stimulus, let's take the hot iron example from the last episode so let's say that we have that hot iron example and kid touches the hot iron and then they pull their hand away so the stimulus would be the hot iron obviously and then the response would be you pulling your hand away and say in order to turn that stimulus into response you need two three neurons in between so it's going to travel to neuron one and it's going to travel as that electrical impulse through neuron one then it's going to become a chemical impulse as it travels through the synapse neuron two it's going to become electrical again then it's going to become chemical as it travels through the synapse and it's going to that chemical signal is going to be picked up by the dendrite of neuron three and then it's going to become electrical again so it goes electrical chemical electrical chemical electrical chemical and it's kind of the cycle from neuron to neuron it's going to bounce across millions and millions and millions of neurons but remember and kind of understand and appreciate how this happens so incredibly fast tomorrow we are going to speak about how exactly this electrical impulse works like 
it actually isn't really an electrical impulse. I just want to leave you thinking. It's actually chemicals that are moving back and forth and they create this electrical impulse in the neuron. So as the neuron, as the electrical impulse moves through the neuron, it's, it's not really an electrical impulse, but it's really just chemicals moving back and forth, which are creating this cool effect. It's called action potential. And we're going to talk all about it in the next episode. So if you really want to get an in-depth look into what is that electrical impulse that's moving through the neuron, uh, we are going to talk about it. But as a big picture look, just think of it like traveling from a wire to the outside to a wire again. That's a bad example, but just remember what I want you to take away from this episode is chemical signal hits the dendrite, cell body goes through the axons, bouncing from node of Ranvier to node of Ranvier, going to the synaptic terminal, becoming chemical again, and then to the next dendrite, and the cycle repeats. So this is kind of, I like to call it the, the neuron cycle.